After spending months trying to trade wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, go, the Arizona go. Cardinals decided to release him. He's now a free agent and immediately becomes the biggest name on the open market. Is it cost? Oh my goodness, it's caught! DeAndre Hopkins caught it for a touchdown! He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He's the guy in their offense that changes everything. Oh, a one-handed touchdown catch! Come on, y'all! The next stop in the DeAndre Hopkins tour has been set. We'll tell you where it is in just a moment. Welcome to NFL Live. You see the crew here left to right. Ryan Clark, Damian Woody, and Jeff Darnton. I'm Field Yates, and as we told you, D-Hop has another visit on the book. So he's going to start Sunday in Tennessee. Now he'll head to the Patriots after that. Of course, New England's still in the market for another wideout following an offseason that has already seen them acquire Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Kosicki. Here's Kendrick Bourne earlier today. Yeah, I'm a fan of D-Hop. Um, it'd be cool. I don't really know the gist of what's going on, but yeah, he's, he's a great player. Why, what, 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 what does he bring to the table? What do you, why are you a fan of him? Um, just what he's done over his career and um, just watching him when I was younger and stuff. And he's just a great leader. So if, if anything was to happen, he's a great leader. So. Would, you, would you like to play with him? Yeah, that'd be cool. I feel like, Deion, I feel like uh, Kendrick Bourne might have been in a snow globe right there. But D-Hop has been amongst the most productive receiver, receivers in the league over the last decade. And since a rookie year in 2013, only Julio Jones has more seasons with at least 1,300 yards. The Patriots can certainly use some of that production. As New England is one of three teams that didn't have a player surpass the 1,300-yard mark in any of the last 10 seasons. All right, so RC, we discussed the Titan visit yesterday. What do you think about the possibility of D-Hop on the Patriots, though? I mean, I love this. I mean, one, does, does D-Hop want to be a part of the Patriot way? I mean, Mike Vrabel, now Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots, mm. he must be looking for structure. But when you think about D-Hop with the pairing with Mac Jones, going back with Bill O'Brien, who it seemed like there was a little tension when D-Hop was leaving the Houston Texans. So maybe that's been worked out, but no one knows what D-Hop is capable of more than Bill O'Brien does. And now you have Mike Gusecki and Hunter Henry that gives you that 12 personnel dynamic duo at the tight end position. But D-Hop is a guy that can win 50-50 balls. And when you think he's covered, he is not. And so for a guy like Mac Jones, who's coming off of a year where he regressed a little bit in the passing game, giving him a get-out-of-sack-free card with someone like DeAndre Hopkins is an extremely smart move for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, and I believe this helps them compete in the AFC East, which is going to be one of the toughest divisions in football. Yeah, listen, I look, I look at the New England Patriots offense, and the first thing I think of is, who do you game plan against? Like, who, who scares you over there? There's really no one that really scares you over there, uh, especially on the perimeter. I know they went out and signed Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, they got Kendrick Bourne and, and it, Mike, Mike Gusecki, who's like a big wide receiver, but they don't have anyone the caliber of DeAndre Hopkins uh, at, the, at the wide receiver position. And this is a guy that he's not, he's not a speed burner. He's not going to run by you, but he's going to catch everything in the vicinity if you, if you throw it his way. He's a chain mover. In the red zone, he's going to be that type of target that can go up there and catch those 50-50 balls. And for me, that's the type of target that Matt Jones needs in this offense. Yeah, I, I mean, Ryan, you just touched on it very lightly, but how can we continue to talk about this with not bringing Bill O'Brien to the forefront of this conversation? Yeah. I mean, several years ago, this was one of the biggest stories in football. 
was the basically divorce between Bill O'Brien, the head coach of the Texans, and, and Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins literally said after he left, I had zero relationship with Bill O'Brien during our six years there. Now he tried to come back later and say that I've got the utmost respect for him, but then it went sideways again. It's very difficult for me to wrap my head around the possibility of this reuniting. I mean, I literally, if you asked me what's the one of 32 teams that he wouldn't sign with, I would have probably said the Patriots Ooh. over the Texans because of Bill O'Brien. Tim Kelly, hey, the offensive we're, we're coordinator here. with the Titans, I'm told has a relationship with Hopkins. I think that goes a very long way. And for me, that makes the Titans the front runner in this situation. Listen, the Titans can be the front runner in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes, but the bill that is running things in New England is not Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is a soldier in the army of Bill Belichick, and he's going to do what he does. He's going to do what Bill Belichick says. And on the other side of that, think of some of these pe pe peculiar characters that have gone to the New England Patriots and excelled, guys who done things I or who have you. seemed to be harder to deal with than DeAndre Hopkins has ever been. Everything says DeAndre Hopkins is amazing in the locker room, says he's an amazing teammate. He's a great leader. And so now you team him up with Bill Belichick, the way that he'll work, the way that he'll produce. It doesn't matter what the hell Bill O'Brien says or what Bill O'Brien wants or the relationship that Bill O'Brien has with DeAndre Hopkins. If Bill Belichick tells Bill O'Brien to jump, Bill O'Brien is going to say, how high? So he'll step in line, and he'll make sure he's getting along with DeAndre Hopkins because the one thing DeAndre Hopkins is going to do, he's going to move, change, catch football, and score touchdowns, and that's more than Bill O'Brien can do for Bill Belichick right now. I hear you, Ryan. I hear you, and I, I want to believe that Bill O'Brien is going to walk in there and say, we're going to make this work, but can Hopkins put that aside? We have spent the entire offseason talking about how Bill O'Brien – is now in charge of this offense, and that's going to be the difference for Mac Jones. So I can't then turn myself over to this other side of the page and say, well, Bill O'Brien's not going to be that impactful to Hopkins when he's in New England. I agree with you. Hopkins has the ability to do, and I don't want to go too far here, because the great Randy Moss doesn't deserve uh, anybody, yeah. not many people to be spoken of in his vein, but this has the potential to be the best wide receiver accusation, uh, acquisition yeah. for them since Randy Moss came to New England. The Bill O'Brien part for me Without is still question. very difficult to get back. All right, so just to recap one more time here. The Patriots will be on the docket for DeAndre Hopkins after a visit in Tennessee. That'll be with the Titans Sunday into Monday. We have news that is now official as the Vikings have released running back Dalvin Cook after the team was unable to find a trade partner. Cook can actually sign with the team right now if he wanted to. He's put himself, he's put himself in select company in recent years. He's one of six skilled players to be selected to the Pro Bowl in each of the past four seasons. The other four, Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and Nick Chubb. And only Derrick Henry has more scrimmage yards than Cook since 2019. All right, Jeff, so we knew this was a possibility. What are you hearing about potential destinations for Dalvin Cook? It is amazing that this is a possibility. And I can piggyback on Adam Schefter's report to talk about the fact that Denver and Miami do feel like still the front runners for Dalvin Cook's services. With Miami, by the way, the clear front runner. Why? Because, hey, I'm not, you know, I'll still be a journalist here. But when we talk about smoke and fire, when Dalvin Cook puts a picture of him at Hard Rock Stadium celebrating a day ago when he's about to hit free agency, there he is. Look is at me in the suit in the background there. I was at that game. It sure is. Look at that. 
Uh, let's make this about me some more. No, look, this is just a situation where I think Dalvin Cook fits perfectly in Miami. It would surprise me if he doesn't end up in Miami at this point. All right, Damian, what do you think about the possibility of Dalvin Cook in Miami? I think it makes too much sense. I mean, think about Mike McDaniel and the system that he runs, right? He runs a version of the, of the San Francisco 49ers. They love running backs. They, everything is predicated on running the ball, the, the play action that marries the running game. So you bring a Dalvin Cook to go along with what Mike McDaniel loves to do. He is a master at designing an efficient running game. Dalvin Cook with the other backs that they have down in Miami, to me, makes perfect sense for what they want to do in that offense down there. Yeah, when you look at Dalvin Cook, he's a guy that can fit in and play right away anywhere, but he fits best in Miami. You think about the one-cut running game that they will employ, much like Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers. And let's be honest, okay, you know what? That's my fault, y'all. I tried to sit up here and be professional because Jeff was professional, Woody was professional. So let's be real. If I just spent six years in Minnesota and I got a choice between Park Beach book my wife is also from there so I do have a special place in my heart for Denver but man 305 no state income taxes Damian Woody would seem like a pretty desirable location to be listen man I, I was going to try to sneak in the Jets but the hell with all of that like the 305 <laughs> just make too much too much damn too much damn sense to me like you literally at home at the crib no state income tax. You coming from Minnesota, like R.C. said. Now you're going to a team, you know, possibly with the Miami Dolphins that have all of these weapons. They got a genius as a head coach as far as uh, scheming up the running game. Why in the world would I want to go anywhere else? I want to stay at home and play ball down there. You know what? Period. I, I got to be honest. I'm so mad that R.C. has me so pegged in life. Like, it's just not fair, I know you R.C. Feel like, just stand down every no, you, once in a while. Yeah, I'm no, it's not that hard. I'm your friend. It's know, honestly gonna, not that I'm hard. I'm going to take up some yeah. new hobbies, RC, and I'm going to throw you off. I don't know what <laughs> those hobbies like what? are, okay. but I'm going to start doing stuff. Whatever, I'm getting a tattoo by, by Monday. A big one, too. Mike Tyson's face tattoo. Get it on your neck. Get it on your neck, <laughs> Neck Bill. tattoo. Yeah, I can do that, too. Face tattoo at the very job. least. Just to throw you off, RC. All right, I can't wait to see what happens with Dalvin Cook. It's worth noting if he goes to the Broncos. They do play the Vikings this year for that game. Hey, just getting started here at NFL Live, the 49ers have dominated headlines with their quarterback situation this offseason. Stick around for an update from JD and why RC says no matter who the signal caller is, they're still at the top of the NFC. Plus, OTAs wrapping up for the Jets today, and Aaron Rodgers said his past six weeks in New York have been the most fun he's had in a long time. A resident Jet weighs in about why Rodgers just being there is a win. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, RC, you think I look like a guy that skis? Yeah, I look like, I I, I look like a guy that skis. Yeah, that I do. <laughs> I think I'm about 12 years old in that first photo right there. Again, That's it's you. annoying how well you pay me. RC, I got engaged like, wow. on, a, on a ski mountain. Engaged! I literally proposed to my wow. wife on a ski mountain. You have pet me. This is you it. have the accuracy of Patrick Mahomes on the run when it comes to describing my life. You know, life. Phil, this is, this is actually more caucastic than I thought it was going to be. I am, this, is, this, is this, is, this is something, Phil. You know, I'm going to say this. The first picture, you sure look like you're going to be in the X Games, bro. Crazy. Ooh. Look at the athleticism, the daredevil, the bravery. Phil yeah. Yates. Right, yeah. I did have you pegged wrong. I expected you to be on the baby slope, the kitty slope. Kitty you slope. are a real, now. real Listen, skier. I, I, no, I love I'm it. a real skier. I'm telling you now, RC. A lot okay. of practice. I can shred. Uh, back on NFL Live. Time for a little game of read and react. Nope, just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're going to go to the Jets instead. As Aaron Rodgers has been in New York all offseason, or at least most of it, and uh, not only has he been around, he is having the absolute time of his life in his new city. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, actually. Um, the last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while, so it's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. We've got a great quarterback room to be able to work with uh, Todd Downing and Rob and Hacks in there all the time, and you know, we get some other randoms coming and sit in the room, which is nice, too. But to work with Zach and Tim and Chris has been a lot of fun. All right, so, Damian, the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been at all of OTAs is a big story, as he has not done that in recent years with Green Bay. How important is that to the Jets' success this season? It's huge, man. It's huge. I always say championships are won this time of the year. And you're talking about a guy who already knows the system, and he's able to teach these young, these other players like Garrett Wilson and, you know, all these other guys, the, the, the ins and outs of the system, the things that he wants done. Because make no mistake about it, this is his offense. Uh, you know, we can talk about Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator, but this offense is tailor-made for Aaron Rodgers. And so being able to get those reps all offseason, you know, throughout OTAs with these guys, 
that's something that he hasn't done in Green Bay, you know, the past couple of years. And we saw last year the effect of not having those reps with those Ricky wide receivers. It definitely had an effect on, on, on their production early on in the season. Yeah, Damian, there's such a clear blueprint for this. There's a precedent already, and it's recent, and it's Tom Brady going to Tampa, uh, refreshed, revived, willing to go down there and sort of get right in the mix right away. And that was, by the way, during a COVID year when you had to kind of do these things on a high school football field. But the one thing I'd say, and this is not to rain on anybody's parade, is that Tom Brady still had to go through a lot of rigors that first season. Everybody wants to talk about the Super Bowl and the way it ended, but that was very close to going off the rails. Yes, it is all happy right now. It is all good vibes. And that's a great, great sign because mm -hmm. that is what you're going to need midway through the season when it starts coming at you. I think Tom Brady mastered it, and Aaron Rodgers can continue to learn from exactly what he did in Tampa. He certainly sounds invigorated right now in New York. He's likely to do something with the Jets that Aaron Rodgers has actually never done before in his career. Check this out. He has a chance to throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. It was taken in the first yeah. round. Yeah. He has the most touchdown oh, passes in NFL history <laughs> crazy. without throwing one to a first-round wideout. He talks about teaming up with the 10th overall pick last year in the Offensive five. Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson. I love Garrett. I mean, awesome, awesome young young kid. Uh, you know, the whole whole world in front of him. He's got all the talent and ability. You need your best players to be the best people on your team. He's definitely one of them. Love spending time with him. Love just watching him. I mean, there's at least one time of practice he does something. He kind of looking back at Todd and Hack and Rob. I was looking back, going, "Wow!" Uh, so that's that's exciting. A lot of potential here, RC. What do you expect to see out of this connection? You know, I think that they're going to be great together. One thing you saw with Tom Brady when he got to Tampa Bay was the excitement that the young wide receivers had to play with such a legend. And I've seen the exact same thing from Garrett Wilson. I got an opportunity to talk to him about Aaron Rodgers and how excited he was to not only play with him, but to learn from him. And he's got he's got an opportunity to do that the entire offseason. He's a guy that can run the intermediate route. He catches the deep ball. He's also showing you the toughness across the middle. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to love playing with Garrett Wilson. It's something Garrett Wilson has that no that Aaron Rodgers has gotten an opportunity to play with. He has a second level of juice to add to some of the creativity off the ball that we saw from a guy like Devontae Adams. Garrett Wilson, the sky's the limit for him. But along with Aaron Rodgers, we can watch the Offensive Rookie of the Year take the next step to being amongst the elite of the wide receivers. And you better believe it. If Garrett Wilson is healthy, it's probably going to take about one week for touchdown 477, and that one will be thrown the guy like Garrett yeah, Wilson. Yeah, the breakout mm -hmm. could be upon us for Garrett Wilson, which is a scary thing to think, given the fact that he won the Offensive Rookie of the Year just one season ago. Now we want to bring you this heroic story from the efforts of Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. Morris was at a hotel pool in Las Vegas over Memorial Day weekend with his family when an unresponsive three-year-old child was pulled from the water. Morris and a doctor immediately sprang into action to save the boy named Wyatt. Today, Good Morning America, Morris, Dr. Andrew Alexson, and Wyatt's family reunited for the first time to share their story. Give a hug! <laughs> a life-changing experience brought these three families together. This is the first time Wyatt and Raheem have met since that day. Ellie Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris scooping up three-year-old Wyatt, who nearly died in his arms two weeks ago. My kids are all in the pool and I just, I hear a scream. 
I see Wyatt laying poolside, and he's uh, he's blue. He's like the color of your shirt, or color, you know, probably a little darker than my shirt. And I could just feel um, the panic of it all when you feel like you're alone. And I just looked at her in the face and asked her, "Where's the AED machine?" And I ran over to the other side of the pool, and. Um, when I approached the Wyatt, uh, I knew, being an ER physician, I knew that, that he was in trouble. Coach Morris, who had just received training in working the AED machine in the wake of DeMar Hamlin's collapse on the field in January, ran to get it. Meantime, Dr. Andrew performing CPR and mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. We are truly so happy that Raheem was there and Dr. Andrew was there and truly, again, miracle. God placed them all directly where they needed to be. Just an incredible story and nothing better than seeing Wyatt on the path to recovery. More to come here on NFL Live as Justin Fields has been working on his mechanics all offseason. One of his teammates is saying that he is looking like, quote, the best quarterback in the NFL. Jeff Darlington has the latest on why trust could be the key to his success. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What a lineup we have for you starting tonight with Game 4 of the NBA Finals and ABC. Tomorrow night, the UFC 289 main card begins at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on pay-per-view. Sunday afternoon, we'll have a WNBA doubleheader on ABC that starts with the Wings and Liberty, followed by the Mystics and Storm. And then our Sunday night baseball game between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Time now for some read and react first in New England. Owner Robert Kraft was asked about the outlook for the Patriots this upcoming season. Excited to have football back. I I liked our draft this year, and I hope that translates on the field. I know the guys are working very hard. I think we have the most difficult division in the NFL, the best balance of teams. All the other three teams are good, so we'll have our challenges, but I'm really hopeful about this team. 
clearly paying attention to the ESPN Analytics preseason projections. Our football power index ranks every team from 1 to 32. And the AFC East is the only division with all four of their teams in the top half of the league. The Bills lead the way at second behind only the Chiefs. The Jets and Dolphins and Patriots follow sixth. 9th and 16th overall, so RC, the numbers say it. Do you agree, though, that this is the toughest division in the NFL? Yeah, I agree with it right now. I think that the AFC North can be a division to also be close to as good, if not better, depending on what the Baltimore Ravens look like going into the season with trying to gel. But when you think about the Buffalo Bills, they've been a contender in the AFC the last three years with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, the Miami Dolphins, and their improvement, especially defensively with Vic Fangio coming over, acquiring Jalen Ramsey. And we know when Aaron Rodgers became a New York Jet, what he was going to do to elevate that team. So it's going to be difficult on the New England Patriots because they do understand the other three teams inside that division seem to be playoff caliber already. And three of them and one of those three could be contending to win the entire AFC. Yeah, the best division in football last year wound up being the NFC East, which is where we head now to Philly, where quarterback Jalen Jalen Hurts is moving on from last season. Last year is over, you know, and anything that we were able to do last year, nothing that's been done prior will get us to where we want to be now. Every team has their own opportunity to do something special, and this is a whole entire new team. It takes a special type of discipline and work to achieve what you want to achieve. You have to completely reset that, but also allow the things you've experienced to fuel you. It's about the type of competitor you are. Damien, what do you think of Jalen Hurts' mindset? I think he's special. I think that's what makes him special. We know physically he has special tools, but it's the intangibles. And I, I totally agree with what Jalen Hurts is, is saying here. Bill Belichick used to tell us all the time, each year, each team is different year to year. And basically what he's saying is you can't carry from last year to this year. This, this 2023 team is totally different from the Eagles in 2022. You've got to restart start from the ground floor and that's to me the message that Jalen Jalen Hurst to me sets the tone for that Philadelphia Eagles team and let's go to Chicago where it's year three for quarterback Justin Fields and safety Jaquan Brisker had some observations in camp Justin looks good though he's going through his progressions um, he's looking very smooth um, making good decisions out there, looking like um, the best quarterback in the NFL. I thought that last year, but this year it's different for sure. One looked different, and him and two, you're going to see. You're going to see. Two in that case, of course, being DJ Moore. Uh, so, Jeff, tell us more about this Bears offense, maybe how things are evolving this offseason. Well, you mentioned it's year three field for Justin Fields, but actually it feels like year two in Luke Getty's system. This is what Fields has talked about all offseason, that he feels so much more comfortable going through an offseason with the same offensive program. He worked diligently on his footwork, made some dramatic changes last year. This offseason, instead, he's able to focus on his chemistry with his team and his receivers. It could play really big dividends for this Bears offense. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to see this offense on the field with all the progress made last season and certainly during the offseason. But, Damian, let's talk about how you want to see this offense evolve because how they played last year could be very stylistically different than how they plan to play this season. Yeah, I thought a critical juncture in the season last year was how Luke Getze embraced 
you know, how he embraced the quarterback's athletic ability. You saw them implementing different things as far as the, the quarterback run game. And to me, that really opened up things for uh, Justin Fields. Now being in year two in that same system, I think he's going to have better knowledge of how Luke Getzey wants to operate the system. We've seen him working on the fundamentals. But also, I think the biggest thing is what the organization has done for Justin Fields in this offense by by trading for uh, you know DJ Moore. Now he has a legitimate number one receiver. We've seen what these type of moves have done for young quarterbacks, i.e., Josh Allen, uh, 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 Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. So the, bringing that type of bringing that type of talent at the wide receiver position can do wonders for a young for a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. My God, I, I got I couldn't even talk for a second, Damien. The way that the sun is hitting your face right now, bro, you are glowing. <laughs> yes. You look like a vampire. I am you look like a vampire from Twilight right now with the, the sparkle, the way the sunlight <laughs> is hitting you. Hey, but when you look at when you look at Justin Fields and you saw the progression last year, it was because of his freakishly talented legs. Right, over 1,100 yards rushing. But in some of those highlights, you watch what happened when Luke Getzey was able to move the pocket for Justin Fields, give him opportunities to get those easy reads. And you could see the arm talent, also the, the ability to throw footballs in places where his receivers can catch and run. And listen to what Damian said about how they've evolved at the skill player position. Chase Claypool has another year there. DJ Moore coming over from Carolina and Darnell Mooney, who was sometimes or mostly tasked with being the number one receiver, can now be slotted as a number two and be a guy facing the third, sometimes fourth best cornerback on the other team. I think that this team is poised to take the next step. And if using Justin Fields the correct way, where his legs are now used to intimidate and scare and threaten and allow him to use his arm down the field to create big plays, you you should be very excited if you're a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah, I know. Obviously, yep. when you have the number one overall pick, when the draft order is first set, it means you've got plenty of room to go up, but it does feel like this Bears team is trending in the right direction, not just because of where they were last season, but because of all the new personnel in place and certainly the development of Justin Fields. In the front office, the Chargers and Justin Herbert are still negotiating on a contract extension, but on the field this season, RC says they are ready to keep pace with the Chiefs and the Bengals on the scoreboard. Hear why that is next. That's when I get my motion. That's when I get my motion. That's when I get my motion. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Tomorrow from Rogers Arena in Vancouver, it's UFC 289. Our main event features Amanda Nunes defending her bantamweight belt against fifth-ranked Irena Aldana. The main card begins at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on pay-per-view with the early prelims at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN+. Plus. Order the main card in English and Spanish. Go to ESPNplus.com slash PPV. I know RC, who's giving us some punches right now, he'll be watching tomorrow night. You can count on that. Now listen to this very fun exchange between Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go out there and do my best uh, to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there. And, you know, and it's not it's not in a negative way. It's a positive way. It's making everybody else, you know, better, hopefully. Yeah, he's been incredible. You know, he hasn't made my life hell every day. Uh, he's been he's been a joy to work with. And I give him so much credit because it's a tough situation. All right, so very good stuff there. Lighthearted, of course, in nature. Time for some top stories with Jeff. And let's start right there with uh, in New York with Aaron Rodgers. What else did he say today? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, he's very happy. He's using words like fun. And also, he had full attendance at OTAs this offseason. I think that was one of the big wonders when he signed his deal with the Jets. Whether or not he would be participating in offseason workouts, well, he was at every single one of them. So a honeymoon start for sure when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Dalvin Cook, now a free man out of Minnesota, will be looking for his newest suitor. Uh, and there will be several of them looking for his services. The Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins being two teams uh, that we should be paying attention to. The Dolphins were interested in trading for Cook all the way back in March. So now it would make perfect sense if in fact Cook, who went to Miami Central down here, not too far away from the Dolphins facility, would end up playing for the professional team. DeAndre Hopkins also looking for his new home. He'll start with a visit to the Tennessee Titans. He's going to arrive in Nashville, I'm told, on Sunday. He will spend the day at the facility on Monday. He has a good relationship with the offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, in Tennessee, so that could go a long way before his visit to New England, where his relationship with Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator of the Patriots, of a different path. So two very interesting visits here. It could go either way for Hopkins. Maybe he goes another way altogether. But right now, it is the Titans and the Patriots vying for Hopkins services. And those two teams, of course, in their mini camp in the week. Let's go to Los Angeles, where the Chargers feel as though they're equipped as ever to make some major noise in the AFC. They're projected to be a wildcard team for the second straight year. The Chargers have a 50% chance to make the playoffs, which is seventh in the AFC, and a 24% chance to win the division at second in the AFC West behind the Chiefs. And the Chargers enter the season with the sixth hardest schedule in the league. All right, so Damian, we know this team has always been about promise, but not necessarily filling mm -hmm. potential. What do you think needs to change for the Chargers to move into that very top group of the AFC? How about staying healthy? How about Ow. that? Yeah. I mean, because we all we we've been we've been talking about the when it comes to the Chargers is they've always had a talented roster up and down the board, but they're never healthy. We saw them dealing with it last year. You know, Joey Bosa missing a, a ton of games last year. It just seems like they, a lot of their key players of all are always missing time, and it's just you know we get I get tired of seeing that with the Los Angeles Chargers. So can those guys stay healthy and fulfill their potential I think goes a long way towards where the Chargers are going to end up um, being as far as the AFC is concerned. Damian Woody the Chargers ain't worried about staying healthy. They want to throw straight bombs. <laughs> they going deep 
down the field. Nah, <laughs> but that's the reason you go get Kellen Moore. You bring Kellen Moore over from the Dallas Cowboys, who's led one of the top scoring offenses in all of football the last few years. You go out and you get Quentin Johnson, and it was one of those to cure your draft picks. You're saying to yourself, well, you have Mike Williams, you have Keenan Allen. Why do you go get the same body type? Pure athleticism. He's a guy that can go get it down the field. He catches 50-50 balls. He's had run after the catch. And everything I'm hearing out of Los Angeles so far is even the likes of Keenan Allen are surprised at how athletically gifted Quinton Johnson Ooh. is. And you add him to a guy like Justin Herbert who can absolutely throw any football you want thrown on the field. And when two times a year you have to stand across from that dude in Kansas City and know that he's going to light up the scoreboard. You know what you better be able to do? Score, Score points as mm -hmm. well. And that's exactly what the Chargers are looking to do. By the way, I don't want it to go unnoticed. We see you, Damien, with the background change. That's you avoid the sun as you just move to a different part <laughs> yeah. of your estate. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> it looks Yeah, great. I'm just trying not to glow too much, man. No, there's no such thing as too much glow for Can't you, Damien Woody. Nope. Hey, uh, Jeff, of course, Justin Herbert, uh, one of the many quarterbacks that we have been monitoring this offseason as it pertains to a big extension. Where's that process at right now? Well, really ongoing is the word that they continue to use. Brandon Staley saying exactly that just a couple days ago when it comes to these contract negotiations. Look, I know that that can also, uh, make some people queasy because Justin Herbert, for his part, when he was asked uh, if he would be playing this season without a contract, he didn't say just outright death. Clearly, there's a long way, a long road to go here. But I will say, a lot of these big deals, whether it be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, a lot of them get done in these summer months. Yeah. You've got the off-season program now behind. The general manager can focus on these big deals. I would ultimately expect it to get done in the coming month, maybe two months, along with Joe Burrow's Yeah, deal. the next six weeks, we've got those two quarterbacks, potentially a Justin Jefferson extension. Plenty of football business to take place right. over the next five to six weeks when things are usually pretty quiet on the NFL calendar. Hey, coming up next, the 49ers finished last season with a loss to the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Now with questions around their quarterback situation, what can the 49ers do to be the top team in the NFC this season? We discuss that next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Back on NFL Live and take a look at this. Trent Williams, a 320-pound left tackle for the 49ers, dropping a dime at OTAs. Damian, where was this during the NFC Championship game last season? 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, hell, Phil, they put the man in motion. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the least they could have done yeah. was throw him, out, right. throw him out there at quarterback. I mean, what did they have to lose? I mean, I am generally not a big, like, OTA highlights guy. It's largely just glorified football. <laughs> but this right here is a thing of beauty. I need Vine to come back in my life because that would be the best Vine. Yeah of all time. Fine. <laughs> all right, so the 49ers held their mini camp this week, leaving us one step closer to finding out who's going to be the starting quarterback again this season. But star wide receiver Debo Samuel hasn't been talked about as much as a result of all the QB talk. He's vying to be a better player after a season. Was not good enough by his own standards. When all was said and done last year, how, how did you, would you assess your season last year? Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. In what way? Every aspect. Me and Kyle had a long meeting the other day. We watched tape. Um, we talked about it. We put it behind us. And um, just going through the tape and just look how sluggish and, like, how bad it looked on tape. Um, like I said, um, just reflecting on last offseason, it kind of played a big role in that. And I never put nothing like that back on tape again. All right, well, Debo may have been hard on himself for last year's performance, but he was still part of a talented group that was at the top of the league in some categories. The 49ers have always relied on Yak under Kyle Shanahan and they gained 55% of the receiving yards after the catch last season, highest in the NFL. All right, so RC, with all the weapons the 49ers have, if they stay healthy, are they the favorite in the NFC? Uh, I don't know if they're the favorite in the NFC because I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles and what they've been able to do this offseason, replacing some of those pieces defensively for Sean Desai, the new defensive coordinator, and obviously extending Jalen Hurts and giving him an opportunity knowing he's going to be the franchise guy going forward. But the San Francisco 49ers just found a way to be quarterback-proof last year. They played great offensively, acquiring CMC in the middle of the season and watching him play slot, play number one receiver, dang near play the inline tight end, move everywhere in the backfield. Brock Purdy, a guy who seemed to be unbeatable at the starting quarterback position. And so everything that Kyle Shanahan has been able to implement with this team seems to hold true no matter who plays the position. Now, the, comp the competition between Trey Lance and the competition between Brock Purdy, that has to sort itself out. But when I hear an all-pro caliber player like Debo Samuel admit, last year wasn't my best ball, I'm going to get back to who I was the year before, that should be scary to every team in the NFC West. Brandon Ayuk has ascended. We know what they can do with George Kittle. This is going to be a very scary team offensively. Yeah, defensive coordinators not happy right now here in Debo thinking about getting back on track. Jeff, RC mentioned the quarterbacks. What can you tell us about where things stand right now? Well, look, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold have gotten to the point where they are splitting a lot of first-team reps in these uh, off-season practices, which you can look at that a number of ways, but the way I look at it is that neither one is necessarily taking that top job uh, away from Brock Purdy, who continues to rehab from his elbow surgery. So right now, look, by most accounts, Trey Lance is doing a nice job, a fine job, maybe not the most inspiring job when it comes to trying to take that starting position. Uh, so for me, based on what I'm hearing, it still feels like this is Brock Purdy's job when he does get back healthy. Yeah, it's, I just would love one day to sort of like hear from the 49ers, which from true serum, exactly what they see from Trey Lance day in and day out. RC, maybe not. Uh, elsewhere in the NFC West, the Seahawks have added some key pieces this offseason, but Seattle is a considerable underdog to win the division. The 49ers are the defending champs, and they have a 63% chance to win again, the highest chance for any team to win their respective division in the entire league. 
But the Seahawks veteran wide receivers are excited about what rookie Jackson Smith and Jigba can bring to help challenge those 49ers. I think it's going to be phenomenal, man. Um, you know, it's always hard just being able to get adjusted when you first come in. But, I mean, the way that he runs routes, the way that he's understanding, the way that Sanjay coaches, like, you know, the sky's going to be the limit. I mean, he's come in and he's treated it like he's a, a vet already. He knows how to run routes. He, he knows his body, knows how to catch. Um, so it's really just teaching him the playbook. And, you know, he's already ahead of the curve. All right, so Damian, FBI feels one way, but how close do you think the Seahawks are to challenging the 49ers in the NFC West? Phil, I don't think they're that far away, to be honest with you. I think Pete Carroll and, mm -hmm. and, and, and company are building, building, a, they're building a bully again up in Seattle. Remember back when the, the Legion of Boom, one of the great things about Pete Carroll in that era we talked about was how well they drafted, particularly in the, la in the later rounds. I mean, they had some really all pro type guys in the, in the later round, particularly, you know, with Richard Sherman. Well, guess what they're starting to do again? Pete Curl and company are starting to draft well again. Last time with last year's draft, I mean, that draft club, you could make the case was the best draft in the entire NFL, um, you know, last year. And I think they put together another draft this year. They're playing, a, they're going to have a bunch of young guys that's going to have significant roles and they're building something in Seattle. So th this team is going to be, they got to watch out for the Seattle Seahawks because they're coming. The great part about this year's draft is what happened at the top of the draft. When you think of a guy like Witherspoon and also adding Jackson Smith and Jigba, you have two impact players that are extremely young, fresh into this league, that you can expect to be amongst the best doing what they do. And that's where Pete Carroll is going. This is no longer what we thought was going to be a rebuild after trading Russell Wilson away to the Denver Broncos. We watched Geno Smith become his, become his best self last year. And now you've given him more weapons and also more time within that offense. And you see defensively, you go back and acquire Bobby Wagner, who was the linchpin to the Legion of Boom, at least in the middle of that field along with some of those guys on the back end, like Tariq Woolen, who we watched be one of the best in the entire league at the, at the cornerback position after being a fourth-round draft pick. The Seattle Seahawks are right there. But I still think when you look at the class of the NFC West, we have to go with the team that has been contending each and mm -hmm. every year for the NFC Championship, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, Ryan, I'm, I'm right there with you, especially when it comes to the 49ers. I was out there for the draft, though, when the Seahawks were making these picks. And, and the days before, we were talking about the potential of taking quarterback, defensive line, these different positions that they actually didn't go with, instead really going with value picks. They, got, they felt like they walked away from that with a defensive back who's an immediate starter, a wide receiver who's a stud in the mix for this team. And I think that that speaks volumes about where this team believes they are and the depth that they already have. The fact that they believe that Geno Smith can win there. I do think that they're viewing this as a very competitive year. Uh, it's just a matter of how competitive they can be in a division that's obviously got some tough competition yeah, in really the form of the 49ers. Really remarkable to see Seattle in this mix, though, considering the fact that just a couple of years we were wondering, yeah. is this team headed for like football purgatory without Russell Wilson? All right, time now for one more thing. And Josh Allen was revealed as the Madden cover athlete this week. Take a look at those covers. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, by the way, here's a trailer from the Madden 24 release as well. And look at that. Josh Allen truck sticking Ravens linebacker.
Patrick Queen, who didn't take it too personally as he tweeted this. How I get signed out to do the one ran over <laughs> on the video release right there. Arcee, how does Matt make this right for your fellow LSU guys, hey. Patrick Queen? Oh. Hey, Patrick Queen already posted a video of himself open field tackling Josh Allen. He was like, come on, Madden. You got to get it right. But you know what I thought about? It's the fact that LSU guys are winning They're so everywhere. much, they got to use artificial intelligence to make them. I see what you did there. Well said there by RC. NFL Live is back next week. We'll talk to you guys soon.